Hey friends, welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina Rice and I'm your host. I am the creator of the blog addictedtolovely.com. I am a holistic health coach and I am the co-host of another podcast called Straight Up Paleo. I'm so excited to be here chatting with you once again on this fabulous Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. I have some really exciting guests and I'm seriously obsessed with this episode. But before we hop into my guests and you get to listen to our conversation, I just want to remind you that you should definitely join the Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation, if you haven't already. Lots of fun. You can meet like-minded people in there. We can chat about the episodes. I will post random things. So much fun. If you haven't already, please leave a rating interview on iTunes and or Stitcher. Those reviews help out a lot, help to get the word out about the podcast. It just means a lot to me. Also, I'm going to be doing some more solo episodes in the near future because you guys seem to love those solo apps. So if there's any question you want me to answer, any topic you want me to talk about, I really want to know what it is. So send it in. You can email actuallyadultish at gmail.com or you can go to the website actuallyadultish.com and go to the contact form and submit it there. And I will look through them and see them and try and answer as many things as I can. Life has been moving very quickly for me recently. I feel like so much is going on and these next few months are going to be really busy for me as well. I have some traveling going on, but I feel like I'm just kind of now calming down. When this comes out, the Good Fest will be over, which I'm sure this, I'm recording it prior to that, so I'm sure that the weekend will be so much fun, but lots of activity going on, and my Paleo Women Lifestyle Program is rolling through and amazing, and I'm trying to just take a breather, but I'm going to the NTA conference at the end of the month. So if anybody else is going to the NTA conference as well, I'd love to see you there. It'll be fun. I'm going with Kara, my co-host for Straight Up Paleo. So that'll be a lot of fun. If you're if you don't know, I am currently in the Nutritional Therapy Association's program to become a nutritional therapy practitioner. So that conference is for that. And it's in Vancouver, Washington, but we're gonna spend some time in Portland too. So very excited over there. And I've been thinking a lot recently about slowing life down and I'm trying to do little things here and there to just self-care hashtag self-care okay and something there are a few things I'm really focusing on this year and one is stopping working and being so crazy all the time and making time to go see humans and making time for friends even when I feel like I don't have time. I have to make time for friends and doing things. And sometimes the idea of going on trips and running around and doing events stresses me out and overwhelms me because I'm such a homebody and such a grandma. But then I do it and I just feel re-energized and have such a good time. So that's one thing. Another huge thing that I'm focusing on is my sleep this year. I have been talking about this a lot 
if you follow me on social media, I'm sure you've heard this and I've been alluding to it in many different blog posts that I've been writing, but I'm trying to sort of do everything I can to support my sleep because this is something that I neglected for most of my life and I really want to get that in check and it's something that's very hard for me to to do. It's hard for me to turn off my screens before I go to sleep and hard for me to wind down and not look at my phone but it's because it's hard for me that means I need to do it and it's really pathetic that this is the state of life now where we are so addicted to our phones that it's hard to turn off the screens an hour before bed and I've been trying to make sure I get at least seven to eight hours I'm trying to take control of my life and do that and practice what I preach because sleep is seriously so important if you don't have your sleep in check I mean being underrested can impact your health in so many different ways anyways I'm just really trying to focus focus on this and anybody who knows me I've been testing out different nighttime routines and things to help wind down blah 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 anyways my point with where I'm I'm going with this if you listen to straight up paleo you already know or if you follow me on social media I've been obsessed with this company Somnifix and my sleep has completely transformed in the past three weeks. I have never slept better in my whole life. And I honestly can't even believe this. And I wish that I knew about this product forever before I'm whatever. I can't live without it. So Somnifix is basically specially designed mouth tape to facilitate nose breathing and you're probably thinking what are you talking about let me just explain this to you when I first heard about mouth taping I thought what and just kind of wrote it off as one of those weird things that biohackers beyond me were doing but we all know I secretly want to be a biohacker anyways it just kind of scares me the thought of putting tape on my mouth because what if I suffocate? That's my thought, right? And I mean, I don't like, tape hurts when you take it off. I don't know. It just didn't appeal to me and I didn't buy into it. And a lot of these trends that go around, you're just like, does that actually help? Like that's silly. Anyways, got more and more interested in it and heard about this brand Somnifix through Mike Mutzel from High Intensity Health. He's really cool. And he's very smart. And I thought, let's give this a shot. And so Somnifix is cool because it's mouth tape, but it has a little like vent. It's specially designed. So it's not just regular tape that you're putting on your mouth. So it's specially designed, first of all, so that it doesn't hurt when you put it on and take it off. It doesn't feel like you're ripping a bandaid off your mouth. It doesn't rip skin off or hurt at all. It's very comfortable. And it has this little vent so you could sort of part your lips and breathe so you don't feel suffocated. So I felt like, okay, I'm fine. But why does one want to put tape on their mouth? (laughs) I'll explain. Well, the truth is that ideally we all should be breathing through our noses. Breathing through our mouths is really inefficient. When you breathe through your mouth, it can lead to having a dry mouth, a sore throat, It can actually lead to nasal congestion and it can cause snoring during the night and affect your immunity as well. And also it makes it way easier for you to drool. Just going to be real right now. And it also affects how deep your sleep gets. So when you breathe through your nose, when you are asleep, you can enter into a much deeper state of REM, 
which is crazy. And it also forces your body into a parasympathetic state, which is our rest and digest relax state. So I don't personally struggle with snoring. And that's why I just didn't know if I would actually see any noticeable difference by using this. Um, But if somebody struggles with snoring, then you should definitely look into this. I'm trying to force my dad to use it because he, he, when he snores, you can literally hear it from down the street. It's insane. Thankfully, it doesn't affect me now that I don't live home, but I'm trying to help my mom. Anyways, so I started using this stuff and I have never had deeper sleep throughout my whole life. And I also have problems waking up in the middle of the night. And just so everybody knows, if you are somebody who wakes up every night in the middle of the night, this is not good. This is not normal. This is an indication that something in your health needs to be addressed. And for me, I know it's my, my cortisol is spiking and that's common for a lot of people. And this is why it makes so, so much sense. So, I mean, I haven't woken up since I started using this in the middle of the night. I sleep a full seven to eight hours. I have really deep sleep. I remember my dreams pretty much every night so I know it's it's real I know that REM is real and I feel so much more rested and just aware and productive during the day and people in my life have noticed it recently in the last month they just have said you seem so much less tired and I'm like yeah and the other night I went one night and I forgot to put on my Somnifix and I had the worst night's sleep ever And I felt like a hot mess the next day. I was just a mess and I couldn't function and sleep. And now I just have realized how much I need this in my life. So I honestly cannot survive without this mouth tape anymore. I never thought I would say this, but this is so cool and this is legit. And so if you have issues with sleeping through the night or snoring or drooling, it keeps your mouth, it keeps your mouth closed. Just, I mean, it's such an easy life hack and something simple to try, you might as well give it a shot. I honestly, I mean, this has changed my life and it's so simple. And like I said, this stuff is hypoallergenic. The Somnifix is specially designed to, to work for your mouth and it has that breathing vent. So you don't have to be afraid to put it on your mouth. So I am obsessed with this stuff. If you are trying to sleep through the night and because if the issue for why you're waking up is is a cortisol spike and this forces your body to stay in that parasympathetic state throughout the whole night this could help your issue the way it totally helped mine so there's a lot of science behind the Somnifix. they did clinical trials with researchers from harvard such an incredible story i'm obsessed but anyways so started trying this product and loved it and then if you listen to straight up paleo you know we I mean, we reached out to the founder, Nicholas, and he's awesome. And we started working with him for Straight Up Paleo podcast. And then I reached out to him and I was like, I want to work with you for Actually Adultish too, because I'm obsessed with this and my listeners need this because I mean, almost every single person I talk to tells me that they, they don't have perfect sleep. And if you can get one thing with your health, like checked in like sleep is very important sometimes you know diet and fitness can be a lot harder for people to rein in but if all you have to do is slap some somnifix on your mouth and you sleep way better i mean you will see a drastic improvement in your overall health so that's why i love this stuff and i'm really excited because 
Somnifix is sponsoring this podcast and I could not be more excited about it because I seriously love this product and this company and I think you guys would truly love to try it out and a lot of you have who have already tried it are telling me that you love it and sometimes it can take some getting used to so it's really normal if the first week you find that during the middle of the night you you ripped it off without realizing it it's because your body's not used to it but just keep doing it and eventually it'll stay on don't worry so give yourself some time to adjust but I love it so you can actually get this by going to somnifix.com or Amazon. It's on Amazon. If you go to somnifix.com, it just links to Amazon. But use the coupon code CRWSLEEP, all capital letters, and that will give you 15% off. Yeah, 15% off. So use that code and get yourself some Somnifix. It's worth a shot. Like it is so worth a shot. It's so amazing it has transformed my sleep and I cannot tell you how much I love this and I am obsessed and want everybody to use it especially my dad who snores really badly so it's great and it'll stop you from drooling if you have that issue so I just want to turn everybody into nose breathers so that we're really efficient welcome to my life but yeah I love this so definitely just head over to somnifix.com use the code crw sleep all caps it stands for christina rice wellness and you'll get 15 percent off and you're gonna love it and it, when you use it tell me i want to hear what went down and how it went and how it's changing your life so that's that that's basically my big update for the week and i am now going to talk about my guests this week's episode is with Taylor Love Wallace and Dylan James Peterson. They are a couple and Taylor is a wellness, lifestyle, beauty, fashion blogger. She does it all. And Dylan is her partner in crime behind the scenes and also has his own job. But they are some of the most genuine, fabulous people ever. And we met briefly a year or two ago, maybe three, I don't know, at a yoga event. And I mean, it was just for a second. And when we met, Taylor didn't even have her blog up. She was just on Instagram and they were just really sweet. And after that, we started following each other and just kind of messaged back and forth since then. And, you know, I started following her and realized that I really liked her. And turn into just sort of an internet relationship whatever and then we basically Dylan and I planned coming down and me coming to visit them they're like an hour away and surprising Taylor and we ended up doing this podcast it was our first time actually hanging out in person but once again just felt like I had known them my whole life and they are just such good genuine people and so realistic and mature and I really love Taylor and her blog and what she's doing with her platform. And Dylan is so incredibly talented with all of the tech stuff and the behind the, the behind the scenes. And together, they are just like the ultimate duo. And also just as a couple, I really love them. They're, you know, it's a good couple when they're easy to third wheel with, you know, that's how you know they're good. They're super easy to third wheel with. I had so much fun and they 
just kind of have it together. I feel like they just have it together. And I have been dying to, they're like just the perfect couple to have on the podcast to kind of come from the perspective of relationships. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a boyfriend and girlfriend together on the podcast before. Have I? I can't think of it. So this was amazing. And we talk about just everything life. And I think that you're going to love both of them. And if you don't already follow Taylor, then you can find her on Instagram at Taylor underscore love with two E's. And her blog is loveinsideandout.com. That will be in the show notes. And Dylan, you can find on Instagram at Dylan James Peterson. And I'm trying to force him to make a YouTube channel because he has so many vlogs that he just makes for his own personal enjoyment that are really great and entertaining. And I love good vlogs and I want him to put them up. So I hope by now he has in once he does, I'll put his YouTube channel in the show notes, but they are just incredible, great humans. I had so much fun talking to them and I think you guys are going to fall in love with them too. And you guys know how picky I am when it comes to friends and people that I love. And these two are gems. Like I truly adore them. So great, amazing humans. And I feel blessed to be their friend. And I think that you are really, really going to enjoy this conversation. I think that there's something in here that honestly, every single person can relate to. And I also love getting Dylan's perspective. I think it's funny to get, well, not funny, but it's cool. It's interesting to get a boyfriend's perspective on having a girlfriend who is a full-time blogger. So that's cool. And we talked about college and sorority, fraternity life, and all of the things. So I think you guys are going to really love this. Make sure you check out Taylor and Dylan. Be their friend. They're awesome. And let's hop into it. Okay, are you guys ready? I think we're good. You got your mics? You feel comfortable? Yeah. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is your This is your podcast debut. This is my first <laughs> podcast to date. And this is your second. Yeah, this Taylor. is my second. It's been a while, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, guys, so right now I'm sitting on the floor, and I'm in my friend's living room, Taylor and Dylan, and today's the first day we ever hang out. <laughs> and how weird is that? <laughs> but we feel like we've known each other for a while. So Taylor and Dylan, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Who are you? <laughs> Uh, my name is Taylor, and I am a wellness and beauty vlogger, and uh, my lovely sidekick. <laughs> What's up? The dynamic duo over here. <laughs> Dylan, who are you? So, guys, my name's Dylan. I graduated from UC Irvine. Not going to give you my whole life story, but I played water polo. Now I'm selling wine here in Orange County, mm-hmm. and we just found out that we're moving up to Northern California. Oh, yeah. I haven't dropped that news yet. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> even dropped this news. This is like, I'm trying to be exclusive so my retailers don't hate me. Yeah. Well, by the time this is out, we'll you'll have moved, yeah. I think. And after hanging out with you for a day, I found out that I'm probably going to quit my job. Hell, and yeah. Become a YouTuber. I think I'm a bad influence on everybody because... 
there are like a lot of people I meet who I convinced to quit their jobs. <laughs> it's probably a bad idea. And I actually kind of want to like start my that, own though. beauty counter shop. Oh. By the sound of it. Or yeah. at least like support Taylor and Taylor do that is going to be a beauty counter consultant. <laughs> She's going to kill it. Yeah, we just decided. Yeah. No, you're going to be amazing. But okay, wait, we should explain how today happened. So yeah, we, you guys explain. You got a plan going yeah. for a while. So we met for the first time, like, what was that? Two years ago, maybe? At an event. Yeah, yeah, back when I worked for Jordan Younger, and she did a yoga event in Brentwood, and you guys came. Up from Orange County. Yeah, and then we met afterwards, and that's when I started following you, and then I started following you, and I liked you. Thank God, thank God for Instagram <laughs> stories, because... That yeah. is what allows me to see if I like someone someone's or not. personality. Yeah, totally. I can't tell someone's personality just through their pictures. And then you feel like you know them exactly. Like even before we met today, we felt like we were friends. Yeah, and that's why it wasn't weird at all for us to meet. Exactly. <laughs> and we all will like DM each other. Yeah. Dylan will give me a heads up when I get the swipe up feature on Instagram. <laughs> Pro tips. Yeah. So then we decided we had to meet up dylan and i decided we had to meet up i feel like i took charge of the situation yeah, you yeah. did take everyone charge. was kind of tiptoeing around i was like i'm gonna make this happen because mm-hmm. none of us wanted to be weird mm-hmm. and, and we'd all comment on each other's pictures yeah being like, well we need i to feel, hang out see i don't feel weird about me all my friends i meet up through instagram i don't feel weird about that yeah. but i feel weird inviting myself <laughs> like can I drive to Fullerton and like hang in third wheel? It with took you? like three text messages for us to exchange. Like, well, we'll be free like around five. You're like, well, maybe a little bit earlier, like noon. I was like, well, we wake up around nine. Like, how about breakfast at eight thirty? Yeah, so I'm staying like, the whole day. Yeah, nothing to be feared. So, but yeah, so Dylan and I were trying to plan a surprise for Taylor. It didn't go too well. It went well. Yeah, it went well. well. I almost ruined the revised it. Revised. Yeah, went well. So he was supposed to. What were, what were you, you were just supposed to say that, what were you going to say? We were going to just have a normal day, Taylor and I. We were either going to run into you at Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, that's and what you just, told me. you're just going to, like, tag along the mm-hmm. rest of our day. Or you're just going to show up at our doorstep at 8.30, which is what you did. But instead of showing up at our doorstep, you got to show up and walk right into our bedroom. <laughs> yes. Taylor was still in bed. Having coffee on my laptop. <laughs> Your face. I felt like you didn't, you like didn't know who I was. I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> I was going like, to the car dealership to get a car or to get your car picked up. That's well, a whole other story. But <laughs> Dylan blew it the first time, and she he told he told Taylor that I was gonna come. Then we had to save it. You don't understand because he's not see very right good at me. keeping secrets. I'm like, hey, what are we doing Saturday? And he's like, you know my entire life. Like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> she, How did yeah, you know? <laughs> within the first three things, like she knows. Yeah, she knows all these things. She has a radar. No, because you said like, how would you feel about um, being hanging out with someone that you really respect? <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> What do you mean, you sketchy? <laughs> yeah. And so then, then he just tells me everything. Figured it out. Yeah. But then we said that I decided that I wasn't going to come because Taylor was sick and I didn't want to get sick. Yeah. Which is actually very valid. And, and I really you believe that. Because right? I was really sick this yeah. week. Yeah. That I learned is my lesson flu. early. I wasn't going to blow it twice. <laughs> and I already told her that I deserve an, like an Oscar. You or do. An Academy Award. He, because yeah. I'm proud of Taylor you. Taylor was completely fooled. Yeah. yeah. And thankfully, she's not sick. But then earlier today, I gave her one of my magical pills. You guys know that I like to make my own pills with my doTERRA essential oils. I gave her one, and I put oregano and on guard in it. (laughs) 
And then she like it made me trip out for a yeah. second. That dialogue reaction. It's powerful. She like yeah. shook. And then I don't know. That was so crazy. That's yeah. never happened to me before. Kinda it was almost like vertigo, which I've never had. But, but you then feel now better I feel now, better. Right? Yeah. I've never had a die off reaction, yeah. apparently. And so Dylan is feeling like he's about to hit up a cold, so I just made him a pill right now. So you should take this pill while we're recording <laughs> and tell us what you think. I wonder if you're going to have a spin. Meanwhile, my mom just texted me. I saw she said, I have a sore throat. You don't even use water. Oh, you have water. <laughs> she texted me and goes, I have a sore throat. What oil should I put on there? Oh, is she on Do- doterra now? Does yeah. She? Oh, that's down awesome. the hatch. There we go. All right. Moms so are the we'll best wait 10 minutes that. and see what like, happens. My mom will always be like, honey, I just got a new Tula bath. That's I'm so, so excited. I used your coat. I love that. Well, my mom didn't believe in it until over Christmas. She hurt her her hand and her wrist oh. really, really badly. And it was like sprained. And yeah. she was literally icing it and couldn't yeah. move it. And I said, let me put some oils on there. Yeah. She goes, what are you talking about? She thinks I'm crazy. Yeah. And I put my oils on there. And she comes up to my room a few hours later and she goes, can I have some more of those oh oils? And I go, oh, really? Why? She goes, my hand doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> and I think it's going to wear off soon. And I go, I thought you didn't believe in this. And she goes, okay, well, I just, I want to check one more time. <laughs> and now she's a believer because wow. it got rid of her hand pain. Yeah. Go figure. I need to get my dad on that. Yeah. He has different, the joint pains and all yeah, that Yeah, I'll show you all the magical yeah. tricks. Similar to Arnica? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, I've, Have I you tried Arnica No, before? I haven't. It's like that. It's, um some i think it's a plant mm. and um we put it on my dad's wrist and he had a broken wrist and it took the inflammation down yeah and um he's not usually a believer in that kind of thing and then he's like hey i gotta get some of that and he went to whole foods and got some yeah that's the thing with all this stuff people yeah you just have to experience it yeah you know and i yeah. mean i was always the biggest skeptic of all like i always say if I, if 16 year old me met me now, I would think I, I wouldn't was a know psychopath. Me. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird, but. Oh, same. I it probably works. think I was really lame now. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, let's talk about what you guys used to be like. Oh. A lot different. <laughs> Especially Taylor. I think she yeah. should start with this one. What did I used to be like? Um, I used to. Maybe we should establish what you're like now. So, okay, yeah. tell us about your blog. Yeah, it is a wellness, beauty, and lifestyle blog created to, my elevator sentence is created to inspire love from the inside out. So what we put into our bodies and um, how we talk to ourselves, even the beauty products that we use, the clothes we wear, just um, caring for ourselves with extra love. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Not to mention her middle name is Love. So it makes sense. My name is Taylor Love. And so that's kind of what the brand is built around and um it got started because I just always wanted to start a blog and I knew I wanted to but I saw just kind of a lack of I guess positivity and that kind of like love and light spreading in the Mm. online space amongst bloggers so that's really my goal to always be I think you also make wellness very approachable and relatable like Thank any you. girl can go to your blog and feel like you're not intimidating. Yeah, that's my goal is to people to read it or look at my whatever mm-hmm. my socials and just not feel overwhelmed or feel like they have to just make this huge change. Yeah. that's like not attainable, but yeah. more so that anyone can do it. Yeah, no, that's what I, it's very really. And it's not just one thing, yeah. you know. 
Thank you. Like fashion. Yeah. Emotional stuff. Yeah. Beauty stuff. Food. Like. Yeah. You know, that's why it's so great. And you're not an extremist like me. You're not crazy (laughs) like me. So, but we also have Dylan, your partner in crime, not only your boyfriend, but he is a magician. He's a mastermind behind the project. You guys literally are my couple goals. Seriously. Because Dylan is a genius with the camera, with the videos. I really do try. I'm not going to say I don't try. I take a lot of time to think about Kinda stuff about but like what you studied in school and all right i went to uc in. irvine for marketing and mm-hmm. graphic design uc mm-hmm. irvine i was there for four years and while i majored in water polo truly <laughs> yeah i did spend a lot of time in the classroom learning how to use a bunch of different applications and processes and photography has always been a passion of mine i've done it since high school and one of our first dates he took me in the dark room oh my gosh this is true <laughs> I took her to the dark room. I don't even think I made a move. I was was just stoked to show her. I didn't even like, oh, let's go to the dark room and like make out. No, I was like, this is how you process films. (laughs) Yeah, and he's this big jock um, and all buff, but he was like, take me to his photography studio. I'm like, here's the stop bath and here's the fixer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What was your first date? (laughs) Our first date. Well... We kind of told you our life story. Okay. So we run through that. Okay, yeah. Like, you guys have to understand. To it, like you guys are like out of a movie. Oh my god. Which is why I'm so fascinated. I'm just. I hope someone listens to this podcast and then turns you into a movie. Okay. It's very. We've been practicing a Cinderella for this story a long time. Okay. <laughs> Give me the. Get tell everybody the story they need to know. Should um, I tell it from my perspective or yours? Yeah, it's cute from your perspective. Yeah, yeah. All right. I've never really heard your perspective. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, I graduated from Catella High School where I started playing water polo. You know, I'm on track to play baseball. Uh-huh. And my whole family wants me to play baseball. And I want to play water polo because you get in shape and you get girls. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a you, get a, you don't You don't. Have I wasn't allowed player? to play football. Yeah, I wanted to play baseball, but water polo came to me so much easier. So okay. I ended up choosing to play water polo in college. Mm-hmm. And the school that accepted me was the University of the Pacific. And I don't know anything about this school mm-hmm. other than that they're number two in the nation and they like to party. For, really for water polo? For water polo. Okay. And it's in not such a great town. Not, I didn't I know just, anything I didn't know it. anything about it other than isn't it really good for dental like yeah, dentistry? Dentist, yeah, dentistry and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah. And the whatever you want major. They have a major where you just pay 50000 a year and you could title it whatever you want. Really? Are you serious? What do you Genuinely. Mean? What what major was that? All those different like design majors, marketing majors. Oh, oh, you can design your own major. You, you can design your own major. It, yeah, but you that's can label pretty, it whatever you that's like. That's pretty legit. Yeah, it's the legit. Were good. Yeah. Anyways, that's <laughs> yeah. off topic. You don't have to put that in if that doesn't make me sound on topic. Okay, back to it. I love so, tangents. The only thing that I got from that school. And mind you, it was like a twenty-five thousand yeah. dollars semester to mm-hmm. go to that school. I got a loan. Was Taylor <laughs> Love Wallace's phone number? Mm. I was there for all of four weeks, and then I ended up withdrawing. Long story short, I stayed there for the entire semester because I had a meal card and I wanted to stay. <laughs> Party! <laughs> but I got those W's. You went into the sorority girls. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Not me. <laughs> <laughs> and. I went to UC Irvine and I was were there you for a, Were years. you a, a player back then? Were you a little fuckboy? I was loyal. No, I was loyal. I was loyal. <laughs> to, to one person at a time at all times. But yeah. I wouldn't say I got around. I don't know. This is awkward. No, <laughs> I want to know. Like, were you like, what were you like at the beginning of college? Hmm. Well, so at UC Irvine, 
UOP, I was a fuckboy. I said it. All right. <laughs> okay. I just didn't want to admit right. it, okay? I'm glad you admitted it. This is all about honesty. <laughs> we asked like tough questions. Like just staring at me like, staring at me like <laughs> say it already, all right? We know. We know. Yeah. No, it's good that you say this because then it gives people hope because you are like the yeah. nicest person ever. Because the I'm embarrassed to say it of, I told you yeah. this earlier. I'm like, I can't imagine you ever being like yeah i was never rude mm, okay i can't say uh, <laughs> i think well, i think that's just natural for guys yeah call it. yeah like, it's bro culture yeah whatever it not happened. a bad person especially i don't with regret sports it. and yeah especially as a, like, being on stuff. a sports team yeah. i got hunted though i was actually hunted down by Ooh. a couple of older we ain't people. gonna go into that oh. go on this podcast <laughs> i'm just kidding Microphone off. No, uh, no. You guys missed out on that segment. <laughs> Tune in for n- next week oh to my hear God. that um, in-depth story. Secrets. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so you weren't reformed yet. You were just kind I of being the... a typical college boy, and Correct. then you... we met at freshman we met. orientation. We met in freshman orientation on the first day of freshman orientation. Right. Forget everything we just said. Taylor and I met at freshman <laughs> orientation, and she was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen. I told all my friends. I told oh my, my mom. God, Meanwhile, so she's telling her mom the same yeah. exact stuff. Did and we find this out like eight years other? later? Yeah, we yeah, talked we talked. To we each sat other. at the same table, like pretty sure we like walked and saw the entire campus yeah. together. We went to like. Did a you know? Did you sign up? Could thing? you catch the vibes that the other one was attracted? Like, yeah, could, yeah did you tell that he was attracted but to But we were way too nervous to uh, talk yeah. to each other. He got my phone number, and um, I was with my mom, and I still remember us like standing in front of the the like eating area. Yep. And he was with his mom, and I thought, like, oh, that's such a pretty lady. His mom is beautiful. <laughs> I think and I had also, like, ADD back then, because, like, I also don't remember a lot of this. And I tell her all the time, I don't remember a lot Yeah, of this. I remember. And I remember just telling my mom, that man is so beautiful. <laughs> like, who is that's that? That's so cute. And then, but then we never, t- he got my phone number and added me on Facebook. And um, then we never talked, and we went to school. The reason we never talked was because she had a boyfriend. Yeah, I guess he found out on Facebook that I had a boyfriend. Her profile picture was her and a boyfriend. So that proves that I wasn't. Was he he at your college as well, or was he somewhere else? He went to college um, about two hours away. Okay. Okay. But um, he was like part of the reason why I even went to that college. So it's just crazy how the way that things work out. Um, But. We didn't talk. Um, we didn't. We barely talked, but we thought each other were so. We just like we were enamored with each other. Yeah, we were, we were attracted nervous. to each other. Yeah, so we, we were had nervous. business class together. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just. We're gonna end the UOP story. We had business class together. Taylor's sitting like four rows up, and I'm trying to get down the aisle to sit next to her. And this guy named Michael sits in between her and I. Like yeah. literally cuts me off, steals my seat. God Now's my chance it, to talk to her. Right? <laughs> yeah. Michael Worthing. <laughs> yes, Michael Worthing. I don't use last names. I never thought that Dylan was interested, though, because he was always so reserved and shy. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was reserved and shy because I was nervous. True. And we weren't ready yet. I mm-hmm. think that he sat yeah, between we were us because he was doing us a favor. Yeah, mm-hmm. the universe was, was doing us a favor. Absolutely. I, I totally believe in that. I totally think yeah. so. So fast forward, I leave. I dropped out of UOP and I transferred to UC Irvine. And Taylor and I don't talk for two years. No, it was like four Three two to years. two to three years three until years. my junior year of college mm-hmm. and everyone knows oh, yeah. the application snapchat and this is not an excuse i didn't creep on her my phone added every single contact that i had mm-hmm. that's what they all say that's what they all say and <laughs> no I'm it actually did this. do that yeah, though. i remember it that. doing that to <laughs> me these too. are legit facts you can't argue yeah <laughs> so and then i see everyone's stories and 
I reach out to her so we become friends and I see that she's just hanging out with girls mm -hmm. girls and only girls and I'm really attracted to her still mm -hmm. <laughs> and I start reaching out to her and I come up with all these lame excuses for her to give me her phone number mm. sure enough I get it and no you said wait Snapchat you is killing my phone yeah so did I already have phone her phone number, number? oh yeah you have, how else would yeah. it import he the contact asked for my phone number and then he realized once he texted me, we both realized we had had each other's oh, phone numbers okay. from like, how like I was however many situation. years You're just ago. So nervous, yeah. Because we and we had texted, texted like the yeah. four years ago or whatever. That's true. The natural yeah. like thing to be like, hey, can I get your phone number? Yeah, like, but then exactly. we both had it. Yeah. Yeah. I phone. think Snapchat's weird because you're the first person to like call us out on that. By yeah. the way, it just blew my mind. I'm like, I mean, Shit, I, I had that number the whole time. I could well, Snapchat is this is how my that boyfriend I was telling you about before we first started talking like we were snapchatting each other back and forth and i yeah. look back and i go that is so weird that we were just sending selfies of each other yeah. like that's weird i no, would never send yeah. someone a oh bunch i would of go full on yeah. like now. scripted plays for taylor i would be yeah. all out oh when you gosh. don't know the person yeah it's really it's weird. weird yeah so like, here's a picture like, of my face like, i don't know yeah it's bizarre okay so you guys moved to texting we moved yeah. to texting quickly turned in facetime and no, 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 we, we moved to, I remember this very clearly. <laughs> I'm, I'm really blurry about the whole thing, yeah. but she so gave just me the tazy with love. Yeah. yeah. Taylor, love. tell us, tell us what really went down. Um, <laughs> we, we were, we were texting and it was my, our junior year of college and, and then we were, okay. And then it became summer and I came home for summer vacation and um, he, we had been texting and Snapchatting. And I remember I would tell all my friends, my girlfriends in Nashville, like, this guy is my dream guy, but I feel like he's just like a fake. Like, yeah. he doesn't wait, exist. Wait, he's just, like, I have a question yeah. before we move on, before I forget it. Going back to the Snapchat, it adds in all your contacts, right? Did you Snapchat her? Absolutely. Oh, what yeah. did you snap? What was the first thing you snapchatted? Me. Yeah, what did you snapchat me actually? I don't know. Probably just like my breakfast. He was always in his in this <laughs> one like, shirt for oh my gosh. I, okay, I definitely and he would just like spin around in his glasses and just like make this. I low key face. played like I'm a successful intern. I'm like got my shit together. Yeah, like you'd like to come to California and hang out with me. <laughs> well, I'm just curious what your first Snapchat would be to her and then yeah. what your first reply would be. I have no idea. Uh, I believe I was at my internship. Oh, you remember. Because I was bored at my internship uh -huh. doing nothing productive and found That's a Snap bold move to Snapchat a girl you like. Yeah. I'm just saying it. Yeah, that it was is. Like, I wasn't like doing a shotgun effect. It was like Maybe it was like one that you kind of pretend that you had sent to like a few girls or maybe it was to a few girls at the time. Hazy <laughs> in love. Okay. Hazy in love, everybody. Okay, so we don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Okay, back to what you were talking about before. They did then, progress though. Like we became more comfortable yeah, with each other. Yeah, then we were talking mm -hmm. all the time. So that was over the last semester of our junior year. And then um, we had probably been talking for five or so months, but texting and Snapchatting and when she's you're right. talking I to someone say this is that a lie, much. But she's absolutely right. I was yeah. definitely like going on and off with like reaching out. Yeah, but okay. never super consistent. Because she was so unobtainable. She was in Nashville, but Tennessee. But we both thought that of each other. Yeah, that we're it's unobtainable. And it was yeah. like so hard because I was yeah. like, I don't want to get too committed because she's yeah. so far away. I didn't even really think he was real. So yeah. the only thing that made me believe she was real is that I met her in person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then even when we met in person, it was like this, it was weird. It was like, I don't even know. It was like, you, 
I didn't even really think you existed because I had never really like felt seen someone and then felt so much towards someone that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That probably sounds so creepy. No, I um, think it's romantic. Okay, so it. then how did this turn into seeing each other in person? So, texting. Yeah, I went home for summer and he we had had all these plans that he was gonna maybe we we're gonna go to this lake house, his friend's lake house, and then I shut the that summer, down real quick. No, mm-hmm. the summer came along and he was kind of. He ha- I hadn't seen anything play out. Like mm-hmm. I was home and he hadn't made an effort to come see mm-hmm. me. And so one day I was just, I had been gotten to the point in my dating life where I was just so over fuck boys. Were I was either so of you over it. worried that, that the other was talking to other people at the same time? Um, I think mm-hmm. we both sort of were talking to other people. I was so invested with my team yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. I genuinely was like, like hanging out with my guy friends. Else anyways. And I think yeah. neither of us thought that it was like a real thing really between the two of us yet until we met each other in person. I think Dylan thought it was a real thing. It absolutely was. But you strung me along. Though. I strung her along because I wasn't ready. Like I'd been out of like a relationship and I was more focused on my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember this is like, Back to your point Verbatim about what you said. I, yeah. I at one point like this is like five months down the road before we become boyfriend and girlfriend. I even told Taylor like I don't think I want to be in a relationship, and she had come to California and like I was like hell no. She was so sad, and uh-huh. I was like, but I really do want to be in a relationship one day. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll get back to that. That's when we were in Oceanside. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Yeah, okay. I feel like people are going to get confused. But anyway, so we, I'm home and then we, he, I hadn't seen any plans be made on his end and I kind of got the vibe that he was just sort of going to blow me off a little bit because mm-hmm. he was sort of also a fuck boy back mm-hmm. then. And so one day I was just so over men and so over relationships and I had been sort of like messed with through Mm -hmm. other guys that I had been dating and I was just over it and I was very much coming to the terms with the fact that I was gonna just be by myself and I never thought I would be in another serious relationship I lived by myself and I was just cool on my own so honestly I stopped looking for a relationship completely I was like not even about it because I just didn't think that it would exist for me even though that sounds dramatic but I really thought that no I I mean I feel that's how I feel right now so go on and then one day I was, he would stump, oh, we were going to have plans. And then he just, I never heard from him. And then he had Snapchatted me some picture of his face. And I was like, hell no. And I was like, yo, <laughs> please, I need to know if we're going to ever get together. If so, I would like to make a plan. If not, please stop wasting my time. And like, hell nothing against yeah. you, but don't waste my time. And then he's like, okay can I come up and drive up the nine hours to see you next weekend? <laughs> I literally gave her dates because yeah, and I was like, Oh my gosh, what did I do? This is happening. Yeah. You gave yeah. him an ultimatum and he took, he yeah. So I feel like it. you just have to ask for what you want. Honestly, just cut the shit. Yeah. <laughs> just, and then he drove 10 hours to see you. Yeah. And then was it just like, yeah, kind it of just, ever since it then, just, but he, it just worked. It, this makes us sound even more crazy. So he drove the, 10 hours up to see me and my parents were out of town. I'm still home from summer um, in college and he stayed at my house for three days and then... I asked for an Airbnb. Was that weird that he stayed at your house? It wasn't weird at all because you know you know when you just feel like you've known someone yeah. for a really long time? It was so natural and not weird. Did you guys stay in the same room? <laughs> I was a gentleman. I asked yeah. her to sleep on the couch. I even wanted to stay in but the But you did stay in the same room. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we stayed in the same room. Okay. But 
it was just so natural and then yeah we just fell kind of fell hard. hard and then i went away on a trip with my family and then came back a week later and this was the end of kind of the summer and i drove down to southern california um for a week and a half and stayed with him and his family and that was when we like really i guess got to know each other better because we spent like a full week and a half just like the two of us that was like the days just a total in a daze Mm -hmm. um and then i went back to nashville and was like what just happened what am i doing with my life and uh ever since then we just kind of did long distance for that whole semester but then his mom would was so sweet and would fly me out for his water polo games and then he in december came to nashville and moved me home back to california and then we moved in with my parents we had both just finished up school so Mm -hmm. we stayed with my parents for a little bit and then decided we wanted to move to orange county and stayed with his parents for a little bit and then we moved in together after only dating for four months when did you guys say I love you for the first time? How soon? Um, I remember probably, this story. When did, exactly. or be, a better question. When did you feel like you like knew that you loved each other? How when soon? We were, not the first time he drove up, but the when I drove down. So we were dating Absolutely. for like two weeks probably. It was gross. Holy like, shit. Yeah. This is going to sound... Okay. You guys, I don't know that I've ever met anyone that I feel like is as in love with each other as you guys are. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm serious. Like, it's... Aww, it's that's like so really, sweet. It, like, gives me hope. The Aww. way you look at each other and the way you talk to each other, I've literally never met another couple like really? it. Really? It, it's, like, it's weird. No one's ever told us that before, I don't think. Because I'm we don't talk serious. to other people. We just sit yeah. here by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, like, crazy. Like, I... That's why I'm... I don't know, dude. It's weird. It's out there. But, okay. You just gotta let it find you. Tell me the I love you story. Oh, yeah. So, the I love you story is pretty anticlimactic. I was way too nervous and shy to even tell her. And I just kind of squeezed it out of her and she said it first. Yeah. And then I reaffirmed. But he had asked me to be his girlfriend that same day. We went to the beach. Yeah, we went to the beach. Maybe my girlfriend. I love you. Yeah, that's what we always (laughs) joke about now. Yeah, he asked me. No, I was straight up about the girlfriend thing. Yeah. I had this, I wanted it to be on October 4th. Yeah. So we could have it be 10-4. Roger that. <laughs> and now it's on 9-12. <laughs> That's such a Dylan-y thing to want. Yeah. Better than 9-11. Be oh, I right? know. Right? It almost had to be on yeah. 9-11. Yeah. But that was just the day she was leaving. Um, it was a lot of fun. But I mean, when you back. know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right? Know. I always, I never That's really when knew. People, when people are in relationships and they're like, I'm not sure. This is wrong. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, then it's not. If you're not sure to me, yeah. I mean, I don't buy that bullshit. I yeah. No, I don't either. And yeah. I feel like you don't know that, though. Some Because I was in a relationship like that mm-hmm. where it was on again and off again, most through the beginning part of college and then kind of like the end. And But I always would think, oh, this is right for a little bit. Oh, guys, our lasagna's done. <laughs> you can pause and take it out. Okay. So what, what matured you? Dylan time Taylor's given me a lot of time time but actually well, moving but out on her own or between do you feel like you weren't mature but I feel like you wouldn't have dated him or like fallen in love with him yeah I think the moment she said 
hey, I don't mess around with guys who are going to waste my time. I need like a man. Mm -hmm. It's basically what she said. Yeah. And it was either go to the lake with the boys, Mm -hmm. probably get blacked out drunk, or take the weekend to drive up to Northern California and see her. Mm -hmm. So I rolled the dice and I could have completely wasted that entire weekend. This could have not worked. And it was my only weekend off in the summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a huge deal for me to take like my only four days off um to go see a girl i'd genuinely never met mm-hmm. yeah. and i drove up there it was fantastic i almost fainted when i got out of the car she got me a glass of water and walked me around and he doesn't like to stop it was when he great drives. we got to go on like <laughs> our first addicted to lovely walk together without oh, even knowing yeah. it didn't know it back then but you know it now yeah. <laughs> and it was just a great weekend we had so yeah, many fun we just had memories. so much fun it was so natural so it was natural is, but, it, is it scary to meet your person so young Yes, I would say because, well, I think it also gave us sort of a leg up because all of the hard things that you sort of go through right after graduating college, like learning to pay all your bills Mm -hmm. and just being Being an adult, adult, we have gotten to do it together, but we also moved in together so fast and there were so many growing pains. Like I think that a misconception about relationships is that when you meet the right person it's just going to be really easy but there have been so many times where we fight like crazy and we think maybe we're we're in a heat of a moment and we're like should we break up like because we've mm-hmm. gone through hard things together but it's just you have to like it's still going to be hard even when you meet the right person i think you just have to choose to keep on working for it even if and guys when they say cheesy when they say should we break up it's a test it's a no you're not supposed to break up (laughs) yeah you're supposed to just sit there and take it until everything calms down yeah and but just just to understand what the issue is and just solve it because we make up so fast i don't think we've ever been mad at each other for more than 12 hours yeah you always have that feeling that you really love each other to come back to yeah you just give each other space Say what you want to say, give each other space, and then come back and apologize. It yeah. always works out. But I think it was scary, though, because um, sometimes more so when we were first starting out. So I would say a, a year, There's so a year many and a half ago, and we're no, in a much better place now. Like we're in a stable. Job-wise and financially mm-hmm. and stuff. But we would always say, you know, would this have been easier if we were in our late 20s because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot of the time when people really do settle down mm-hmm. start to settle down more but we just had to go through a lot of those growing pains together and we just had to choose to let it to bond us together more than tear us apart I guess yeah I was never scared I was just blissfully unaware you were just ready to go I was just like, Let's see I this. love this because I know so many couples who say oh I'm just not sure because I love him I love her but you know, I'm only 22. Yeah. What, what if I meet someone else? And in my head, I'm like, if you're thinking that, then it's not, it's the, right not the right person. Yeah. You, you wouldn't. Be that's second. what we were saying before we yeah. paused. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so true. Yeah. That um, you just really do know, sort of. What about judgment from outside people? Did you ever feel pressure from people? Like, are you going to get married out of school? Yeah. Like, when are you going to get married? Are you going to have a baby? Like, yeah. People are Not really judgy. As much, I think, because we are still pretty young. Mm-hmm. We're 24. Um, but I think judgy for moving in together so fast. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, well, we moved in together after like four or five months of dating, I think. And I just, we never had anyone really outright, though, say to our face. And I think as we've made it work, mm-hmm. um, 
but people I'm sure like our family thought we were nuts were you worried about that at all yeah moving in and being and just thinking what if they what if oh, I didn't has think weird, twice about what yeah, anyone I think was we just think. didn't think I think we just did it <laughs> we just did it yeah because we were so we hadn't kind of had the the world hadn't gotten to us yet mm-hmm. so not that it has now but you know you learn a lot when you're paying yeah. your own bills and doing all that on your own so I, I think we were just figure jobs unaware. just like we're everywhere I was like, it just yeah. magically yeah. showed up we're yeah gonna, like, get time off we're gonna go on vacation yeah. every day like no I think we were blissfully unaware I think sometimes that's the best way to go yeah. through it though because other t- otherwise you overthink it yeah but you get we really do scared. say a lot that we're really glad we did move in together before we were married because now we always say like our first year of marriage will be like a cakewalk because we already learned how to pay bills and fight about money and fight about groceries and we just learned how to live together and yeah know how the other one is messy and so yeah, yeah. you're already in the group you gotta yeah test drive it figure yeah. it out yeah yeah what about you because you changed a lot during college yeah would you say yeah so tell me what were you like at the beginning yeah (laughs) um at the beginning of college I was very much focused on partying and I joined a sorority and I ended up developing an eating disorder after living in that sorority and just had a very mixed up mindset and was not making decisions from an authentic place Mm -hmm. I guess so um and then I moved away and went to school in Nashville and finished up my college there and can I ask you more about that yeah tell me what the sorority was like yeah it was very so many sweet girls but for me at least there was so much about how you look and being thin and um just partying culture and I now I know I'm the type of person that has to have time to myself Mm -hmm. and I also had a lot of things going on with my family life Mm -hmm. um so it was kind of just a perfect storm and you know so many eating disorders develop like after your freshman year of Mm -hmm. college and that's kind of just what happened to me and also being in the dorms and stuff I we would be out drinking and then we would get food. And I think I thought that I had gained weight and it just was like that aspect of control. And I was living in the sorority house and that was like what I felt like I had control over. Mm-hmm. And then it was exercising and that whole thing. And was um, it like restricting eating? Was it binging and purging? Yeah. What, 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 what were you doing? It was, um, restrictive eating and then exercising. Okay. Yeah. Over exercising. Yeah. And it started the summer after my freshman year of college. Okay. Yeah. And were the, the girls around you doing that too? Um, I think so now. What made you feel like, like it was, so I joined a sorority that, um, I think it was just so many pretty girls and I felt pressure to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And um, and I never knew that that was what, I didn't know that was what was going on because I thought I was happy. Yeah. And um, nice girls, mm-hmm. but just it wasn't a good environment for me to be around like that many girls all the time. It yeah, was just, it's and, a really, it yeah. plays with your mind. Like, yeah. People don't realize college yeah. It's very different when you're living in close quarters with a lot of insecure people who yeah. are trying to figure themselves out. None of us know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. And we're all insecure and yeah. we're all so close and we're comparing and we see 
every single thing that everyone around us is doing you see yeah. what that girl's eating for breakfast lunch and dinner yeah. you see when she goes to the gym you exactly see, n- never and you see lots of hours yeah. at the gym mm-hmm. and you get praise for who looks thin yeah. and the whole thing is just fucked up yeah it's, <laughs> it really is yeah no it really so at what point did you realize that your your like behaviors were disordered or, yeah like, your feelings around food were disordered um Oh man. So I, I had always wanted to go to college in Tennessee and I wanted Mm -hmm. to work in the music business. So I noticed, I, I just felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to move to Nashville and I felt like I had had to pursue that dream, but I was still very much in the eating disorder. So I moved to Nashville and I got there and I spent one semester there and that was really when my the exercising got bad. I was like going to the gym hours a day and running and um, running probably like six or seven miles a day wow. um, for, yeah, it was crazy. It's How crazy to look back. That? Yeah. It's crazy to look back now because now... I just like you're like how the hell is yeah it I don't know I'm even not eating now it's like I have to eat yeah or else I'm so grumpy mm-hmm. um but so yeah and then I came home for Christmas break one time and I just kind of lost it and told my parents like I need to take time off of school this is getting out of hand and I've been lying about this for a while I haven't come out with this and I've been keeping it from you guys and I'm really sorry and I just felt I had moved around and transferred schools and it's like my problems were still there so I just had to deal with it um so I went to a therapist and a nutritionist and um that kind of I guess sparked my interest in health Mm -hmm. and um and I think so after I got back on track and I feel like I started to recover from the eating disorder and kind of the disordered mindset I went back to Nashville and was still healing and then I started having all these issues with um anxiety and acne and tired all the time um and I just felt so not like myself. I had gained weight, I think, because um, my body was like, wow, you stopped running. And like, just yeah. it was regulating itself. Yeah. And um, things were very out of whack for about a half a year. And this was before I met Dylan. Um, and then I finally went to a doctor that does um, hormone testing and supplements and all that stuff. And this was a doctor that my mom um, had first seen for her hormones. And... And thank goodness she finally just tested my thyroid and tested all my levels and um, tested my gut and got me on a supplement routine and um, mm-hmm. helped me so much. And yeah. Is there anything Kinda that ranting, but <laughs> if you could talk to yourself back then? Like, yeah. What would you say? If I when I wasn't doing very well. Yeah. Um. Because I can tell you there are a lot of girls listening to this who are in that situation. Yeah. Who are in it. If I could tell myself. Mm, I think just that you can handle more than you think you can handle. Mm-hmm. And you're, those really shitty times really do propel you in a direction that make you, will form your passions. And then I think the really shitty times, after a shitty time, a good time really is around the corner. Because I had a, a period of a few years throughout college where I just wasn't, I wasn't myself. I wasn't making good decisions. And I think when you don't feel like yourself, you don't make decisions that are grounded in truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's another really amazing chapter was just around the corner. And I think 
I had to learn certain lessons and it's really impressive to me that you recognized in yourself that that was well like that you needed help yeah and that you said guys I need help yeah like most people aren't that strong and aren't yeah. able what do you think like gave yeah. you that strength to be able to do that I think I was just so tired mm-hmm. of um feeling like I was going at it alone and I was I was so tired of trying to be perfect all the time and trying to weigh a certain amount or like look at the size of my arm and go to the gym every single day I was just so tired that I was like I can't do this anymore by myself yeah and I mean how were your friendships at the time yeah um I had just started to make new friends at the new college Mm -hmm. and I think my roommates um actually both of the girls that were my first roommates are some of my dearest friends now um but I think that they knew that something was off with me and I mean it's not normal to be spending that much time going to the gym yeah um so yeah okay what is it like explaining that to him yeah or how, what is that like understand uh, did do you under like taking that information you know what i'm saying yeah You've heard all of that before. I've heard it all before. But the first time I told it, I was very nervous to she tell She was very me. nervous to tell me. And I I was just so sad that, like, you know, I knew her briefly in that moment. Mm-hmm. And to know that she had to undergo all that kind of alone. And that she didn't really have someone to support her. And tell her, like, give her better guidance. And just, mm-hmm. like, say, hey, you don't have to, like, look a certain way or feel a certain way. Yeah. Act a certain way. Um she was like kind of just letting it's peer pressure and just the kind of the society yeah i think it's just society's messaging it's fucked up that is ingrained in us from i remember being in like fifth grade and someone telling me that i was fat and Mm -hmm. i was like i think it was fifth grade is the stage where you're a little chubby if you're ever (laughs) ever ever thinking of going into sorority really shop around genuinely go and check out if we're a fraternity check out what those guys or girls are about yeah they're not men they're not women they're kids and they're given a lot of freedom and they're given a a lot of money to go do whatever Mm -hmm. they want yeah um they're smart they'll collaborate together but they don't always like do the right thing it's like a weird social experiment to me you put a big group of yeah, it sounds like year olds energetic, in, in like, a house together. Yeah, we're all insecure and are all gonna eat each other alive. It's yeah, it's like, game. It's like no, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a sick joke. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. It's like literally that. like a social experiment, like a yeah. psychology experiment. It's yeah. really messed up, mm-hmm. and everybody feeds off of each other, and you all act. You know, I mean, well, what about you as a man? Like, what pressures did you feel? Like, it, this isn't just a female Mm-mm. thing. So my experience was a lot different it didn't really hit me until my junior year Mm -hmm. of college I kind of screwed around a lot my freshman and sophomore year and I didn't start to like take pride in myself Mm -hmm. and my performance in much of anything other than having a good time until my junior year like that's when like my teammates genuinely started to question my work ethic like Mm -hmm. my presence on the team I had people passing judgment on me and I had to like look at myself and I'd I made the conscious decision to commit my entire life to that team. And that's when I started to be a little bit more of a leader and just really believing in myself because I had the ability. I just wasn't investing myself. And when Taylor says you can always do more, that's when I 
pushed myself to the limit to do as much as I possibly could. I was doing, and there's huge incentives to, you know, lift more weight, Mm -hmm. be bigger, stronger, faster. Mm -hmm. And my situation is different because, like, I had a sport to work towards. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I did the best I could. And thankfully, I didn't get hurt during any of that. Mm -hmm. But I did have a huge fall off in a fallout right after I stopped playing. That's I was so burnt out. We would practice twice a day from like six in the morning to about nine, six to nine at night. It's crazy. Watch film for about an hour. Um, We'd also do the gym. We'd do a gym for an hour a day. So on top of that, like it's a full-time job. Yeah. Every day. And we'd get like, I mean, you don't want to take days off because like every week you're not in the water and every week you're not doing your sport. It's like a month Mm -hmm. of training that you lose. And I love that. Luckily, I loved it. If you don't love it, it mm-hmm. sucks. But once I didn't have to do it anymore, I just was so happy to, like, do nothing. Yeah. And it affected my health. Like, I got a job where, I mean, I gained a lot of weight. We kept the pants. I got, like, size 36 over there. Uh-huh. I'm naturally a 32. Uh-huh. And they're huge. <laughs> and they're so funny. Oh, my god. Because you were just used to eating, I got, like, I became, a, I became a thick a boy. Yeah. So my friends would call me thick boy. <laughs> no, I wasn't that big. Um, I just lost like the same physical build and now like I saw that and changed my eating habits with Taylor mm-hmm. definitely had terrible eating habits yeah and slowly just becoming healthier happier yeah is it like I feel like guys have this pressure with each other it's like cool to not care it's like it's cool to be an mm. asshole mm. when you're in college see I was around a group of guys that it was completely the opposite. Okay. That they're all, you know, trying to go out of their way to show that they care and show that, like, we were actually, like, a band of brothers. Uh-huh. Um, but there is a huge notion, like, who can be the biggest dick. Like, I don't know. That yeah. does exist. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And it's, like, the other, like, just last week, like, I do photography. This is my plug right here. Yeah. And <laughs> I went out and I was shooting this kid at UC Irvine. And he's an exchange student from China. And his whole thing that he wanted me to do was to make him appear. He was a six foot three. He, he was, was really big cute. as me. Oh, yeah. wow. He was a good looking guy. And he was just like, I want to appear like powerful, strong and big. And I was like, I was like, dude, you look great. He's like, let's go to the gym. I want gym shots. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. He's using the photos for Tinder, Bumble. I was like, oh my, we just wait, take- he hired like a professional photographer for Tinder pictures? Yeah, absolutely. Or- Oh shit! I didn't know people do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you do that? Do a lot of people ask for that? Uh, it's that's the first time I've done it. Okay, anyone, I've never heard I of that. I definitely market it and advertise either. it. That's the, it the really cute though. He was it really worked. cute. <laughs> Long story short, like he was all worried about his appearance. Yeah. And looking for a girl, he was genuinely yeah. looking for love on Tinder yeah. from overseas. Yeah. But that's like just the, the personality, the mindset that he developed maybe while he was here because he's been in america for well that's no it's like it's an american thing this isn't just a female thing this isn't just like it's an american issue oh i'm sure in other countries too but i feel like it's really bad here we're psycho yeah Yeah, absolutely and the messaging starts young i think so young well because we think that being on a diet is healthy yeah and it's just all so backwards there's no age restriction on like total frat move and i like following that account uh-huh. and it makes me laugh but at the same time like there's eight and ten year olds 
that are allowed mm. to follow this content yeah there's no age restriction to this explicit yeah yeah it's the same as like diet magazines mm-hmm. and stuff you know yeah like when you walk by the grocery store line exactly all the messaging from shape magazine i actually had a um therapist one time that told me that the i think it's like in style or shape mm-hmm. or something and she had a friend that worked at one of the magazines that said that the women like brainstorm and say like what titles would make women feel just bad enough that they'll buy this magazine Mm, that crazy i believe it though well it's so when you talk to women i hear so many different women they say i went on my first diet when i was nine when i was 10 when i was 13 i'm like yeah oh my god yeah and then but then in the other direction i think about like the frat boy mentality yeah i feel like it continues on for a lot of men until they're until it's like the last resort to change to grow up like guys who are 28 29 i know who still i think you were literally acting like you're in a frat right now yeah like are you gonna grow up you know like you just moved the fraternity to the bar yeah you guys are all in the same group you're still not doing anything yeah you're still you think it's you think that the way to catch a girl is by being an asshole yeah it's really sad. Yeah. It's going in every direction. I, I mean, think about that. I think you should find guys in their prime and mm. interview them on this podcast. Yeah, I should. Well, Why you are you such an lucked. asshole? It sucks because I wanted to ask you, like, how does a girl find a nice guy? How does a guy find a good girl? But it's like, well, we already know what you're looking for. So, fellas, we're talking about this earlier. If there's any not, guys no, or girls, I'm not, talking, not you. <laughs> I'm not talking about the context of me. We already know this. Yeah. And I'm gonna meet my husband at Whole Foods <laughs> or Erewhon. <laughs> but because you guys have a really solid, good relationship, and this is what Thank people you. want. It's luck. It was Thank such you. Yeah, I luck. Think that's it what's hard. Luck. Yeah, it was such luck, and we acknowledge all the time. Like, we'll just look at each other and be like, "We're so lucky. Yeah. I'm so thankful to have mm-hmm. you." Yeah. Because we realize how much bullshit there is out there. Yeah. And we see so many people who are unhappy in their relationship or their day-to-day life. And it's not to say that we're happy all the time. No, we're not. Like, we yeah. definitely want to kill each but other like, sometimes. But, like, the <laughs> amount of good that we have compared to the bad outweighs, yeah. like, like being yeah. alone. Yeah. And, like, we both were alone for a while. I yeah. also think it's that being alone. Everyone always says that, and I used to hear that and think it was so dumb. No, the being tr- alone on yourself, yeah. by yourself, and comfortable with yourself first. Mm-hmm. But I think that's really true. I think it's so important. Yeah. Because I know so many people who are just have been perpetually in relationships. Yeah. And they don't know themselves or yeah. love themselves. And then I feel like you're going to miss the right person. Yeah. Because you're with the wrong person. Yeah. I also think a little heartbreak beforehand is good. Cause yeah. Because it primes. I think both of you were. Pri- you're like, yeah. I'm not dealing with bullshit anymore. Yeah, totally. Like, don't fuck with me anymore. Yeah. And we always tell each other the door's right there. If you're not yeah. happy, yeah. leave. <laughs> and the way, like. I think also a lesson to learn from you is to, like what you said before, ask for what you want. You were, you said to him like, yeah, we're either doing this or we're not. I yeah. was happy too, like just kind of just flirting, flirting. Yeah. And Cause I think her guys along, are, cause, like, I was so happy. I was like, I have this cute girl. She'll just, I don't have to commit. Me. I don't have yeah. to do anything, but no, I feel like, well, yeah. But women just need to ask for like what they want and like set their boundaries. Yeah, I had to make a sacrifice, and that was the boys. Yeah. I'm sorry, boys, if you're listening. <laughs> and it's good that you made a move, because a lot of people will think that someone's attractive, and they never tell them. Yeah. What oh, if I that's knew. your person? And then we could talk about that entire day. I tried immediately kissing her, and she, like, kept running away from really? me. Really? We were, like, <laughs> on, yeah, a ham- we're on a hammock in her backyard. Uh-huh. I was like, 
And you just, kept trying, and she, like, yeah. Scared. I'm like, you're just give me a minute, man. <laughs> when did you finally kiss? Uh, Fifteen minutes later. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you didn't hold out for that no. long? No. Okay. Okay. I think I literally. I think just all told those her, rules, like, things. Uh, it's like that you should wait like however long. I don't think that there's like a rule. No. It should be well, that weird when smooth. you guys you guys knew each other very well by that point. You just hadn't physically been with each other. So yeah. I told her. Yeah, because we've been like, talking I think so I long. I just want to kiss you. It's not like a real first date. It's just yeah. like a real first. For physical. us, it was it was weird because we didn't live in a normal like we didn't he didn't pick me up for a date he had Mm -hmm. driven up but what about working together i think this is really fascinating yeah because you guys are a team and this is your your business did you did that just kind of naturally come or taylor were you like can you help me or did how did it i volunteered right from the beginning yeah he pushed me to start it because he was tired of me talking about starting a blog mm-hmm. and was like, you need to just shut up or do it. Kind of Why were you to, nervous? Like what, what, what was holding you back and then what finally got you to do it? I wanted to have a blog and really put myself out there online and kind of form a community around that for years, I think. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I'm glad that I didn't sooner because I think I also had to go through those things I was talking about earlier to be able to share that perspective that i share now mm-hmm. um but what was the question what held me back yeah well, why didn't you yeah go for it i was just afraid of putting myself out there i think like, and i'm what a perfectionist about too so uh-huh. i feel like i couldn't launch anything until it was absolutely perfect and mm-hmm. like so professional i guess or i had it in my head the way that i wanted it to be and i feel like it wasn't even attainable i mm-hmm. guess and I, I was mainly just afraid of putting myself out there. She was scared shitless. Yeah. She's like, I don't want Even to put my people. Instagram not on private, I was just nervous because I felt like, who yeah. wants to look at my stuff? Well, the truth is, like, we should talk about this. Yeah. People aren't, people are mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, we, we've talked about this earlier today. It's like, yeah. a lot of people put you down and make fun of you. Yeah. And you have to have thick skin. Yeah. And it's not, like, it doesn't hurt. Like, you're human. Yeah. But you have to still keep going. Yeah, for sure. He pushed me, though, to finally start because I think he was just so sick of hearing me talk about it. And mm-hmm. um, But so he would always take pictures of me because he's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And so I'd have all these pictures. And we have so many photos from way before her blog even launched. Yeah. She won't launch because they're just not. Oh, they're just brand. funny. They're just fun. Mm-hmm. They're just like you silly. You saw how many hard drives I have. Yeah. I had stuff dating back to 2010. Yeah. And I, I genuinely create content almost for myself, my friends and my family. And it's, a, I'm trying to start my own thing too. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I need to take my own advice that I gave Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, you guys are telling me today, like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it's a hard to. pill to swallow. So I'm proud of her for like taking that leap. Yeah. It's she scary, just did it. You just she quit it. her job and started her own business yeah and yeah here we are a year later that's what i'm saying sometimes it's better to be like blissfully i think it is sometimes it's better just not think about it especially for people like us we all three of us we'll overthink, overthink everything, everything. Yeah. and we are perfectionists and we think it's not if we wait around for it to be perfect it will never it will never come that's so it true. will never be perfect it's like we were talking about earlier we, yeah yeah what about misconceptions about what it's like to be a blogger (laughs) um i think that people think that bloggers just always look put together or um live this perfect life and we're actually just joking the other day um that 
we want to do like a video on YouTube or something that's like showing every area that we actually are shooting because we could be shooting next to this beautiful Mm -hmm. flower wall but there's like a big trash can that smells right Mm -hmm. next to it um so I think the misconception is is that bloggers have it all together or live some perfect life but that's why I love um things like Instagram stories so much Mm because it's like a peek into my real life and I try to bring that to my blog too as much as I can and through photos um what other misconceptions are there? Well, I think there's a lot. <laughs> us using Instagram as our main platform and Taylor's website, loveinsideandout.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> um, that's the finished product. So that's what people are seeing. Yeah. And Instagram stories are important because it really gives us the opportunity to show us the process and you like the process of like what it takes to get to that angle. Yeah. And that's our resume. Like the website is our resume. That's how yeah. we're trying to like bring in that's what brands either see, brands yeah, or clients or like something to work with. So that's the finished product. And when you're looking from the outside, looking in, it's a lot easier to judge when everything looks perfect yeah. after everything's spell checked and written up we've already thought it through it's a lot easier to judge then but it's in the the moments of the process that makes it hard to be creative and create new things that are relevant and engaging yeah i think it's like you guys work harder than so many people i don't think people realize how hard you work you know what i mean like we talk about this like no hours off no time yeah and I think you also, t- like all of you, us yeah. in this yeah, room, yeah. This, yeah, and like the ju- judgments from people, and yeah. it's really freaking frustrating. It gets old real yeah. quick, but I think that people just need to keep their judgments to themselves. Everybody <laughs> knows if you have nothing nice to say, yeah, but they still say it, yeah, and you feel it. All I can say is that you better buy a nice office chair. Maybe like a good ergonomic desk. You want to make sure everything's yeah. dialed in because yeah. you're gonna be sitting your, your wrist, your time. back, your neck. Tell it's me all a little bit about hurt. your schedules. Yikes. Well, um, let's start with me because my schedule starts first. Yeah, your yeah. schedule starts Some at days. freaking 3 a.m. Yep. I wake up first thing, middle of the night, and I head out to work. And I'm only required to hit eight stores a day. And I do have to accomplish a lot of work in my job. And I take it really seriously. Um, I did just get a promotion, so if my company's listening right now, like I'm not blowing off work. <laughs> I really just try and get it done as early as possible. And I start my day probably 4 a.m., realistically, mm-hmm. and I'm going to grocery stores, and I try and get back home as early as possible, whether it's to go to you know another gig that I'm doing photography or working with Taylor. And that never really ends until we like shut our phones off we leave them in the kitchen and we just try to have like an hour to ourselves at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. That's really good practice. I'm glad you just said that. Yeah. What about you? What's a day like for you? Um, it's kind of always different, I guess. Um, some days I'm in front of my computer for uh, like well, 12 hours. Your routine. Oh yeah. I've been a little bit off by morning routine because of the holidays and yeah, everything. Yeah, that's okay. But um, I wake up and make myself coffee, come to the couch and meditate. Sometimes Dylan's coming home from work at this time. It's like 8 o'clock. For lunch, and though, at 9 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> lunch or night. It depends on what time I wake up. Um, sometimes if I've woken up really early the day before, I'll sleep until like 8.30 or 9 Which if I fine. need to. Which is fine. As this job, you can wake up whenever you like. sometimes I'll work till like 
nine or whenever yeah. or later or I don't know. If I need extra sleep, sometimes I try and give it to myself. But he'll come home and I'm trying to meditate on the couch and I'm just starting my day and he's like, hi, what's the job? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I'll, I'll walk Murph and then go into my office and sometimes I'm just in there and I have a really hard time getting up because I feel like at least if in my if I'm in my office I'm working closer towards my goal and mm-hmm. like whatever those goals may be they're in reach at least yeah. if I'm sitting at my desk yeah <laughs> so yeah and then you just work the whole day do you take breaks um I'm pretty bad about taking like a lunch break usually I cook something and then I'm eating at my desk bad girl. I know I bring your lunch mm-hmm. yeah you're so nice yeah but and then what time and then usually I'll work out in the afternoon or evening or we'll go do something like shoot well yeah actually so we're either shooting in the afternoon um so I'm getting ready for a shoot and organizing clothes or styling um after working at my desk all day in the morning writing blog posts or scheduling content or editing photos or pitching to brands or trying to figure out how to do any of those things mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then if we're shooting we'll try and shoot like four or five it's different every least. single day we're getting yeah. better in the sense that we don't take as long to shoot one single blog post anymore um but we do all of our instagram on the iphone and then all the blog posts on the camera so we're doing those two things and then go to orange theory Come home, cook dinner, and then it's like 10 o'clock. Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> no, People don't go can easily day, pass judgment on her like waking up at nine, but like everyone has their own power band. Like yeah. yours yeah. is, you said, like late at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when you're most productive. Mm-hmm. Taylor's most productive, like I would say 11, mm-hmm. yeah. 11.30 to like four o'clock. And to me, that's really frustrating because my power band is like 24 seven. Yeah. I can go all day long. Like yeah. if you guys want to take this podcast to like 4am, I'll do it. And it's hard for me to like not to give her her space. Mm-hmm. Cause I just want to come in and help Yeah, when really all I'm doing is distracting her. Cause if I'm around and she's actually trying to like reach out to people or email, yeah. I'll distract her. Yeah. And she, she's not mad at me. She just gets distracted and we'll hang out. Mm-hmm. So I have to find stuff to do. In the and meantime. if other, if like one day I wake up early um, for my part-time job, I'll wake up at four or so. Then I have to kind of sleep in the next day. I'm not, he's one of those people that can, yeah, you um, gotta catch up, not get a lot of sleep. And I'm not really one of those people. <laughs> Is there anything that's, what's like the hardest part about dating a blogger? Or is there anything that's weird? How about this morning when we were so hungry? Oh yeah, and we were here for a good it takes hour. Takes her two hours to get <laughs> ready. And we're like, we're leaving in ten minutes. I had, I had see. That's why I'm glad I don't want a blogger that t- I don't like take pictures of myself. So yeah. I don't give a, I'm really fast getting ready. <laughs> also, in my defense, I had to wash my hair because I had been sick. True, for a week. it was gnarly. True, she you didn't give her ready. any heads up. You came yeah. in and she was in her jammies. <laughs> it was a big deal. Today was a big deal. She wanted uh-huh. to look good for you. Well, yeah, for me. <laughs> I think also I. I think that if you weren't a photographer by nature and a videographer, I feel like that would probably be annoying for most guys to date a, you know, yeah. like, I need to take a picture of everything. Whereas yeah. you like love to take photos yeah. and video. Course, I told you yeah. to stand That's up how on I the even chair. Got like, into yeah. taking photos. If people look, let them look. Yeah. yeah. Get them to subscribe at loveinsideandout.com. <laughs> yes. I'm better on guys um, where they're like, why? Even some guys, now my family is way better, but when mm-hmm. I was first doing it, like why are you always taking pictures take come on mm-hmm. we just want to go but 
I'm always down. I love taking photos and I also love taking videos. Yeah. And what we're learning to do is always take video while you're taking photos because video is extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. And if you want to really have a diverse profile, make sure you're capturing videos. Yeah. It's hard to do both. Yeah. What, what would you say to people who want to be a full-time blogger? Um, I would say that you can really accomplish anything, I think. Mm -hmm. And to, to, if you believe that you can do something, I think that that sounds so cheesy, but like believing that you can actually accomplish something that's on your heart, Mm -hmm. I think is the first step. And then just like freaking doing it, Mm -hmm. just like locking yourself in your office. Like when I first quit my job, I didn't ever want to leave my office because I just, I was like, this is what I'm doing. I don't need to have plans on the weekend. On the weekend, we're shooting. It's just like, put your head down and just do it almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost felt like I needed to tell my friends, like, hey, I'll talk to you in six months because I'm really busy right now and I'm just trying to, like, get ahead. I totally get that, yeah. Um, and also, I would say, try not to look at what other people are doing because it can be so stifling. I still feel that way. We were talking about this yeah. earlier today. Um, and if you feel like you're creativity or your brainstorming or your ideas are being stifled by looking at other what other bloggers are doing there's no harm in stopping to look at what other bloggers are doing Mm -hmm. and some weeks I'll do that if I'm feeling like I'm falling into comparison um, I'll just stop looking at maybe Instagram as much or I'll I'll just take a break and that's okay it's nothing Mm -hmm. against that person it just says more about me so yeah do you ever worry about getting triggered back into the those old thought patterns that you struggled with beforehand because i think that being a blogger is very competitive yeah it's like an online sorority yeah i you know it feels so far away from me now Mm -hmm. um that it almost when i talk about it feels like i'm talking about a friend Mm -hmm. or something because it feels so far removed I totally understand. Yeah. It's too much work to go back to all the yeah. crap. We were talking about this earlier. Like yeah. both of us were saying, I don't even know how I sustain. Yeah. Like it makes me tired to think about yeah. the way you used to yeah. live. Right. Exactly. It's, yeah. But it's, I think that social media is scary because it is so easy to compare and everybody's, yeah. you think you know exactly what everybody's doing. No. And I think you just have to always remember there's more to the story. Mm-hmm. People are sharing their highlights and also just to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Whenever you feel like, whenever I feel like I'm starting to compare, that's how I know I need a break from social media. Yeah. Um, what What do you think of the whole Instagram culture? From me, the male perspective. Yeah. And yeah, we're always curious what a male, like what a male perspective well, is. On, like, I, guess I take a step back and I think this is so fucking weird. Is, we so take ridiculous. pictures of all of our food. We're taking pictures <laughs> of like twirling and dress it. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I think it's rad. Like, I kind of wish MySpace still existed. I'm that person that genuinely loved MySpace because you got to program it and make it so customizable. Uh-huh. Instagram's kind of like that, but you really have to express yourself. Yeah. Um, Instagram is culture, prettier MySpace. It's so different. Everyone, it's like there's different ecosystems. There's. Do you think it's superficial? I think that's what a lot of people... Absolutely, 100%. Okay. Yeah. 100%. And even to an extent, what we're doing mm-hmm. sometimes is it's superficial. Like, like me mm-hmm. taking a picture of myself we're is like, always going to be superficial. We wish that we could have, like put the real stuff out there, but the fact is it doesn't perform. And we're like, that doesn't perform. We should just hold off on that. Yeah. I tell well, it her still to is real. Me. Yeah. I tell her to delete me all the time. She's like, no, we want the real thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, 
And I see it from the perspective like, yeah, but if it, you look like you're a single girl, more people like attach to you because like it's one less thing. They oh, have to but focus we don't on. do that, though. But we don't do it. He's always saying like we should. I tell her to archive it. And then when she is so big, she can unarchive me. Oh, my God. I'm not doing that, though. I that's think just, I think that you have to Those are the real just... thoughts that we're having. And she's looking at me like, why are you sharing that? But, like, that's the real like, <laughs> yeah. conversation we have. Like, we Because it about. is a business, you know. But... Yeah, that's why it's complicated. Yeah. So but I think if you're sharing. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. It's okay. It's. I don't think, I don't know, there's so many different environments and like there's parts of um, social media that aren't superficial. There's a really healthy side to it mm-hmm. and there's a big group of people that are out there that, you know, make it a positive environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like you two right here, meeting today. This mm-hmm. is an example yeah. of like a positive thing from social media. Mm-hmm. So in this instance right now, I can genuinely say like the two ladies in this room are not superficial at all and it's like refreshing to be around. Mm-hmm. But all the butt models out Thank there, you. it's like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. we get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just have to remember what, that it's not reality, too. Yeah. It's not like where you should live your life. Mm-hmm. That's like where today we were barely on social media and it was so nice. Mm-hmm. So just taking days or weekends to step back, especially like the two of us, we try to, a lot of times we'll be like, okay, no Instagram yet. Like just not right now, just mm-hmm. to have set time. It's also really, I love meeting other bloggers because I want to know what they're like in real life and there are a lot of people I can tell who are very this sounds bitchy but it's how I feel they're just obsessed with themselves yeah and it's a a lot of times that's why I told you you're one of the few lifestyle wellness beauty fashion bloggers I follow because you are you don't take pictures of yourself because you like looking at yourself yeah you take pictures of yourself because you're like helping other girl you're like this is my outfit like it's cute like this is the beauty products i like it's it's like there's a different intention i can i and i see it when people are taking photos it's like i see it in so many girls in los angeles taking photos i can just tell they are just obsessed with themselves. Yeah. And they just like looking at themselves. Yeah. It's so, I'm like, this is psycho. <laughs> like you're so obsessed with yourself. It's not about helping other people yeah. or like giving other people inspo. It's about, you just want a pretty, a pretty picture of yourself. You want this Instagram of your face. Yeah. And you're so worried about what everybody else yeah that's scary as shit that is yeah really scary. i don't want people to it's think hard that to about think, this no like, that's what I, that's like my to be perceived like that that's why i didn't want to start a blog for the longest yeah time, and that's why i thought scary. people would yeah. think that of me but that's why I, I love you because i can tell like you don't throw out those vibes and yeah. i meet you, you in person it's not like that at yeah. all it's like i'm taking this photo for it like this yeah. is my business but it's not because i'm obsessed with myself yeah you know, yeah. like that's like not even on your conscience yeah. and you can tell the difference because I've been yeah. around a lot of people Man. who I know they just like, they like being, they want to be the star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it's absolutely. almost like it's the modern version of being an actress yeah. or something like that. It is. And people thrive off of it because it's attainable. Not everybody can be an actress in Hollywood, but yeah. anybody can start an Instagram account and yeah. post pictures of themselves and you space tune it, edit it. And yeah. you know, it's scary. Oh, hey, Murphy. Murphy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. Murphy. Hey. Last question. He's he's Fun. okay. He's okay. good. Can you guys hear the, the dog panting? Um, <laughs> is it, What are you guys like working on in your lives right now? Yeah, Both go. of you. 
Well, I'm trying to get a ring on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're moving up north right now, so I'm, I've got her, her parents and her family. They've got my back. That's pretty much it. Are you, are you hesitating? To close to that. No, not at all. It's... Do you just get nervous because you say you're working on a ring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just nervous. I'm not... Like, if I could do it tomorrow, I would. It's like, timing's right. Everything's right. It's like, we just want everything to be right. We're so perfectionist. But when is it going to be right? We just talked about this. Yeah. When we, when just I can when quit my... Settled. Like, I don't want to say when I can quit my job and we can, like, not do anything for a month, but that's kind of, like, what we want. Mm-hmm. Just to have time to really celebrate like, it and, hell, like, afford we wanna, to go on a nice trip or mm-hmm. something like I know that. that she wants me to propose to her. No one's going to be around. <laughs> a plane ticket's ready. We're, like, going somewhere. We got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go and enjoy each other's, like, That's time. what we're always working towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if I can do that even for two weeks yeah i'll make it happen you're working towards going to fiji yeah fiji i'm trying to go to fiji and surf mm-hmm. my uncle he's got a house out there that he's building that's a 2018 goal for for me to get out there YouTube. and just surf and he's I'm gonna, gonna start a youtube, YouTube channel. channel he's been showing me these vlogs that he makes just for fun and they're incredible they're and just i'm just fun. like why don't you just he's put that on, take on youtube advice. i would watch it they're so sick i don't want to share them with anyone because then they'll know like all my cool things oh. no nice. share it with the world share it with the world what's nice is i'm going to a new environment new place i'll have so many new adventures mm-hmm. i've definitely you guys should document the moving process yeah, that's gonna be as fun i told her I was we're like, gonna be living in a caboose so we're gonna it's like real life reality tv without yeah. the drama yeah all the fun stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll show ourselves fighting too. <laughs> yeah, oh, you for could. sure. Okay. What do you think about me pranking Taylor? Her reactions as I you saw today. I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I don't think you can. Oh, I you for can't, sure you can. Can't, I've got you can't lie to her. Really childish pranks that are so fun. I'll see it when I believe it. <laughs> it's on. Okay. I love that. What about you? Anything you um, like you're working, working towards? On? Yeah, working towards. Um, this last year was just about building my blog and really trying to build a foundation with it so i hope to continue plan on to well i can't talk i plan on keeping up with that and we're gonna launch an ebook that some of my favorite like attainable recipes go-to recipes and grocery lists i want to show people that you don't have to be overwhelmed by creating a healthy lifestyle but Mm -hmm. more so making just simple choices even affordable choices (laughs) <laughs> is he bugging you and you can bawl. oh my gosh he's worried he's gonna like i don't want to on my computer murphy, murphy hey, out 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 murphy out to add on that you can ball on a budget yeah and be healthy just the way because that's what we did you know mm-hmm. and um and that's i plan on getting my youtube channel back up and running mm-hmm. and uh continuing to work with brands that i really believe in i hope to create some more long-term partnerships with brands and mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who are you trying to reach? Like, who is your... Yeah. I always say that the girl that wants to feel better and then look better and be healthier but doesn't know where to start or what to do. Mm-hmm. What is, what is your opinion on, like, what a healthy lifestyle is? Mm, I think that it's so different for everyone, so it's so hard, especially with social media, it's so hard to, mm-hmm. to find one healthy lifestyle because mm-hmm. I think it's different for everyone, like especially even just what foods you eat um yeah like i might eat tomatoes like we were talking about yeah. uh, nightshades tomatoes i might make me feel great and hurt your stomach or yeah. vice versa so i don't think that there's 
I think it's whatever makes you feel good and forgetting about all the other stuff, like forgetting about how you look and just focusing on how you feel. The perfect answer. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Well, why don't you guys tell everybody where they can find you both if they want to get in touch, they want to follow you. If you guys want to reach me, you can find me at Dylan James Peterson, (laughs) D-Y-L-A-N, James Peterson with an O. Yeah, it'll be on the show notes. Everywhere. And pretty soon google that or search that on youtube yeah <laughs> find me there it has to be up by the time this goes live yeah right. i just put pressure on you that's let's so see who good. can edit faster I just, yeah we'll see all i have to do is click up <laughs> good okay taylor every where can people find you follow you um on instagram i'm taylor underscore love with two e's and then my blog is loveinsideandout.com love it pun intended thank you so much for yeah, having thanks for having us, us. This is so we fun. had the best day ever today, yes by it the was way. the best day ever you guys are the best i love third wheeling with you you're this my was favorite such a fun day. i was actually the third wheel just so everyone's yeah, clear yeah. you're a good third wheel you're a good photographer no it was fun so it was so fun thanks real for life us. instagram friends thanks yeah. for coming on <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation with Taylor and Dylan. I certainly did. And huge thank you to them for letting me come visit them and third wheel and spend the whole day with them. I had so much fun. I'm so sad they're moving away. So I can't just hop in my car and visit them whenever I want, but it's fine. And make sure that you follow them on social media. All of their links will be in the show notes. And... Remember that if you enjoyed this, please leave a rating interview in iTunes and or Stitcher. Both are very helpful. Please tell people around you to listen to the episode and just spread the word. Join the podcast Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation, and make sure you submit any topics or questions that you want me to talk about in my next solo Q&A app because that'll be fun. So actuallyadultish at gmail.com or go to the website actuallyadultish.com and submit your question there and make sure that if you loved this, tell Taylor and Dylan. I'm sure they would appreciate it and they're awesome. So that's it for this week. Can't wait to talk to you guys again next time. Bye.